Stare. It is the way to educate your eye and more. Stare. Pry. Listen. Eavesdrop. Die knowing something. You are not here long. Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast. This is Antonio. And this is Ward. And this is episode 163 for the middle of July, 2022. It's July. You're having a warm night. I'm having a warm night. It is hot and muggy and I have the air conditioner off and the windows closed so you don't hear the ambulances so much. And I got a fan (laughs) on. Figuring I could sort of mute that noise later on. And this uh, ambulance is driving at three miles an hour. It's, Can you hear it? Well, yeah. you, there was an ice cream truck going by a few minutes ago. Mr. Softy. Which, which, which is more obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I used to like Mr. Softies, but I can't eat uh, that kind of ice cream anymore because I'm uh, lactose intolerant. And so that would that would send well, me to the hospital in an ambulance. <laughs> that's... <laughs> So That's there's, driving there's at no three miles an hour. You. Exactly. Yeah. No, there isn't. I miss ice cream, but uh, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. The, you know, uh, you know. Here it is a Tuesday night. We're, we both have our beers in our hands. I have an Allagash White beer. I don't know, I can't remember what you're drinking. I'm drinking a New England Pale Ale called New England Pale Hazy Ale. Shade. Hazy Shade. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought. I wanted to do a show, not do a repeat. I think I just want to ramp up again a little bit. Um, so for, you know, anybody who's been listening to the show knows what's been going on in my life. And <clears throat> the uh, death of my wife uh, a little over a month ago. Uh, but it wasn't just that. That was sort of the, the sort of the, I don't know how to say it. It's not the pinnacle. That was like the crescendo of, you know, in the past year. Um which has been running in the background for a long time. So just to sort of get back up and running, I'm still not over. I mean, I don't think I'll ever, I don't really think I'm going to be over this loss at all. But um, for, for those of you listening to the show or who maybe haven't tuned in, this was two episodes ago, Ward, I'm very grateful for you to guide me through that episode. No problem. That's my, uh, my honor actually to do yeah, that. I really appreciate that. I mean, and I was thinking, like, uh, I don't want to do an episode. And I was like, you know what? Um, I, you know, I think Elizabeth would have wanted me to do that, you know, regardless yeah. of what was going on. So um, I don't think I could have done that without you. I don't want to, I didn't want to talk about this by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, and uh, yeah, thanks. And uh, I do want to give a shout out to our, our uh, brother from another land. <laughs> Bart Bueschatz, uh, who gave, um, who really plugged that episode. Um, the, uh, what did I call it? Episode? Well, Memento Mori. Yeah. Memento Mori. And the one before your, your, uh, dispatches from Greenwood 14. Uh, right. Yeah. He did, those are sort of a, a back-to-back thing. Um, so I want to give a, a shout out and thanks to Bart for, for listening and, and, uh, supporting, and that's the Let's Talk Photography Let's podcast. Let's Talk Photography podcast, yeah. yeah. I'm put a link in the show notes to him because uh, he deserves it. So uh, thanks for joining me, Ward. 
tonight. No problem. I know you're busy. Um, Tuesday night, warm night, beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wife and her girlfriend have gone to a country music festival in the center of the country, and I got a few oh. days, got a few days to work my butt off, but uh, basically sitting where I am now, <laughs> typing <laughs> instead, of talking. instead of talking. Yeah. Well, this is my semi-Friday night. I mean, I have tomorrow off, so um, so I get to get to hang out a little bit later. Well, you you know, you have yeah. your things to do, but I wanted to sort of I wanted. So it didn't have a real definitive like topic today. I mean, anybody who wants to listen and hang out with us and grab a beer, it's like, you know, talking photography, what's been going on. Cause there's been stuff going on in the background. So I figured, you know, let's just talk about that and see where we're going and then ramp back up. We've got, uh, I think a couple of guests lined up, not for the next episode for, for an August, but I'm not going to give anything away yet until we make sure we get those. And so mm-hmm. there'll be some surprise surprise guess I'm, I'm sort of doing what i would do at the end of the show now but <laughs> there are no rules where there are no rules especially when i'm drinking allagash white which is something i think is a really pansy beer but it's not it's really good it's a belgian wheat beer it's nice for the summer yeah so anyway. I, I like wheat ales they're my favorite yeah so uh yeah um i've been going a little crazy uh Okay, are we talking gear-wise now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I have been going a little crazy with gear. Uh, I don't want to give the whole backstory to it because it's it's whatever. It's just too much and a little personal. But uh, I decided to um, give a shot to doing medium format photography. Uh, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> I'm not sure why yet. Um, and I consider these, the, I consider the ability for me to be able to do this as gifts from my wife as she passed away. And, um, cause just so we're starting with medium format photography, we're going to go to the field cameras and then maybe a car and then <laughs> a new house in the country. You know, like, no, no, there's no, no. slippery slope here. There's no slippery slope. No, okay. I actually though, I am, you know, just a side note thing is like, I don't know if I'm going to stay in the apartment that I'm in, I mean, I'm not making any kind of those decisions yet, but you know, that's one of the things that's sort of in the back of my mind, like, do I want to stay here? Something like that. So if I do end up moving, it's not because I'm going and buying a country house. It's because I don't know if this is where I need to be and whether I can afford it, you know, on my own or I don't know yet. So that's in the back burner. So yeah, that might come up in the future. Um, So we'll put a pin in that for now. All right. But, uh, and you know what? I don't know. It's like part of me wants a Tesla, but but you know we got to rein in those kind of desires. I have no need for a car. I just like I want. And actually, you know what? Considering that there's needs and wants, I don't need a medium format camera. I never needed one. But um, given circumstances, I thought I might want one and and uh, and see what happens with it. I mean, again, with anything. You know, with anything that you buy or anything that I buy, I don't, you know, if I don't want it, I can always sell it, you know, right. given the way cameras are these days, it probably would be a pretty fast sell yeah. in terms of, because cameras are so hard to get hold of. But, you know, um, if, if I, I couldn't do this when Elizabeth's alive, we were more struggling with funds and stuff like that. And then, you know, there was a little bit of, relief after she passed and it's not like I'm going, you know, but it's, it's, uh, 
I consider this a gift from uh, her to me, um, given all that's gone on. And, and uh, you know, she's going to start haunting me. I know. She's going to start flickering lights and <laughs> doing something to me to say, no, don't do that stuff. But anyway, yeah, so uh, I was thinking so, about yeah, what? Yeah, so what, what's, I mean, you're holding this in suspense here. What did you, oh. what did you get? Or you were, oh, you what were did just I get? Okay. Yeah, I'm leaning after it. Well, uh, I, I kind of wanted to get the Fuji GFX 100S. So that's a hundred megapixel behemoth and that's nowhere to be found. That one is, 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 is a camera, uh, that, you know, supply shortages and chip shortages. It's just, I don't know when that's ever going to come in. But, and I was thinking like, do I really want that many megapixels in general? And I thought, "Eh." then the 50 S Mark two was available. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I thought, all right, you know what? I let's let's go with that. So I bought that camera, the Fuji GFX 50S2. Okay. It's not called the Mark II, but it's the two. And uh, it's my first camera ever that had more than like 25 megapixels. Right. And you know, this is not all about megapixels and stuff like that. It's it well, it is in some way. But well, it is when you're editing the files. It is when I'm editing the files. Yes, but so far I've only been putting them on Lightroom on my iPad and they've been handling them pretty fine. But when I got three lenses, uh, it came with a kit lens, a 35 to 70, which I'm not going to do the math right now in my brain, yeah. but it's you multiply that number by, I think with this camera, it's 0.79 to get the 35 millimeter, uh, 35 millimeter uh, equivalent. Then I bought a 30 millimeter lens and that's about a 20, I think it's like a 24, 25. Mm-hmm. So it's wide. And then today I just got an 80 millimeter, uh, 1.7, which is the size of my head. <laughs> it's, it's huge. It's, it, I feel like a client. It's, it's like big a as the, camera. is it as big as the X mount of, uh, 50 F one? Like that's a monster. Uh, it, it might be, I don't know that one, but the, it's not tapered like that one is. I mean, it's big right. and fat. It's like a, Oh, you know, it is can. big. Yeah, yeah, it is big. And it goes with the can, the body. I mean, I, I, I kept reading about this body and like, it's not as big as I thought it was going to be. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, this was just a, a, a desire to, to see what happens. And, um, sometimes I buy equipment or lenses, like we knew the lens hangover from yeah. last year, uh, which was one of our best episodes, by the way. I don't know why. <laughs> In terms of like because downloads, the word lens and lens in it, maybe that's right. You gotta put, yeah, you know. put lens in this one, but um, you know, sometimes the lens, like I was buying some of these third party lenses, the kind that you sell at uh, Ornus Photo, mm-hmm. uh, and seeing Thanks where they the lead me, yeah, of course, our unofficial sponsor, um, and just seeing where the lenses lead me, you know, like reading about them and seeing other results with them, and, and then seeing if they sort of fit to my my voice. Uh, that I'm that I create in photography, at least one of my voices. You know, we have multiple voices in photography. Right. So, uh, given circumstances, I thought, well, let me see what the medium format can do. And the jury is out. Uh, obviously, it's too right. early. I think I've only had this for like a week and a half. Uh, How do you like the handling of it? Because it's pretty slow compared to just grabbing is, with your X100V. It is very no. slow. And actually, I, that is part of the thing that I like about it because there's a it's, it reminds me of photographing with my um, my Mamiya RB67. There's a big kajunk when you take a picture, right? right? And you can set it up to take multiple shots, but 
there's a conjunct and a wait. And you're waiting, even though I got the fast card in there, I have to wait a little bit for it to wow. show up on screen. And, you know, I, we've probably talked about this a million times, but this idea, and everybody talks about this in general, about slowing down with photography, especially digital photography, slow, slow, slow. And this is sort of a built-in slow because of the the size of it too. And then, you know, I have to be really careful about focusing because it's because of the big sensor and the sharpness and, you know, trying to see everything. Like um, I'll tell you some Frankenstein stories in a second, but uh, there's a lot more involved and it reminds me a lot more of the film days. And I had, I had medium format. I had an RB 67. I still have my, my twin lens reflexes, but the RB was like, the size of Frankenstein monster's shoe, you know, right. talk about a camera as big as your head. One time, uh, I'll tell you a little story about this, but my friend, big Tony and I, we had taken a trip to New Mexico and then to Seattle. And I had this giant, I still have it, this giant Bogan tripod with a crank, you know, to lift up the, to like, lift up the like, center column. Yeah. <laughs> I brought that thing with me. Um, and this is, this is in the early nineties. So, trying to think about how I even got that on the plane. I obviously checked it in, but yeah, no, that was the tripod I brought, right? Yeah. It must've been the tripod I brought. Cause, and we, when we went to Seattle, I had my, my, my Nikon gear on a backpack with this RB 67 with, I think two lenses plus this Bogan tripod. And we're going to um, Mount Shookson in the Cascades Okay. And we're, we drove all the way up and then we had to climb up and, you know, I'm from ground level here. And so that's right. So climbing you're up, getting a little lightheaded <laughs> climbing up with all this stuff up this mountain, you know, and it wasn't like we were rock climbing, you know, we we're on the path, like the tourists go yeah. with this giant Bogan tripod and this RB 67. I think I barely got two rolls off before I was like, forget this. <laughs> yeah. I'm dying. But, yeah, and I still have – you can't see the – you know, you're, those of you – because of the podcast, you can't hear, but you see these boxes right about there behind me? Uh, okay, those, yeah, yeah. those have well, the medium format chromes that oh. uh, I took on those days. I think I shot a lot of Fuji um, Velvia in the RB67. Oh, anyway, a nice film. it was a nice film, with, especially in the large 120 format. It was, it was incredibly sharp, the Velvia 50. So anyway, it's reminiscent of that. It's not as heavy, but it is heavy. It feels like a significant camera and there is a slowness to it that, that, you know, is beginning to percolate in me a little bit. And I can, you know, with all my other cameras, yes, you can be slow. I can be slow by just walking around with my camera and taking one shot, but there's still, there's still something about the physicality of a yeah. camera. And, you know, we talk about this a bazillion times that, the, that, I don't know, the equipment doesn't matter. Yes, you can, I could, I could probably, you know, shoot all my photography on this little Sony camera that I'm using as a webcam, right? Yeah. But do I want to? No, I don't. I want to experience different things. I like the different lenses. So this is more of an experience and a want than a need. I don't need to do this. I'm not a wedding photographer, portrait photographer. I'm not going out, you know, I need to, this is not going to run a business. And right now I'm not in the business of being a photographer. So this is more of like, what can I, what can I do? What kind of art may I be able to create with this? And yes, I could have rented it and all that stuff. It's not what I wanted to do. Hmm. Um, uh, so, you know, this is, you know, this is a lesson. Do as I say, not as I do people <laughs> go and rent your cameras. Don't go and buy stuff. But, um, yeah. So the first shot I took was of course one of my cats. I always, <laughs> 
every new lens, every new little bit of gear. Like, oh, every new beer. They're there. They're OP the first things. Yeah. yeah, OP or this time it was Ed. And it's Ed, usually, yeah. oh, of course, yeah, it doesn't make any sense because I was shooting indoors, so I couldn't really test the, the sharpness of the lens. And I'm also holding it, so there's a lot of camera motion. That's what I'm noticing. There's a lot more right. camera motion being picked up. Probably more on the on the 100 megapixel than on the 50 megapixel. So I'm kind of maybe glad that I, I went this route instead of the other one because I do a lot of handheld stuff, even though it's got the stabilization. Anyway, we're getting really technical here about stuff. And so, but like I walked around this morning, uh, I went out for breakfast and then walked around my neighborhood a little bit uh, just to get some exercise and with the camera. And, you know, I took a couple of shots that I think would not been the same on a smaller camera. Oh, okay. Yeah. In what way? What could you, could there you? Was detail. There was, there was an enormous amount of detail. I shot this. Actually, I really liked it too. It was just walked by this alleyway and I looked in and there was sunlight hitting, coming in the alleyway in a very strange way. And there was a lot of shadows and there was a lot of ambient sunlight causing. So mm. there was harsh shadows. I'll show you the picture. I'll put it up too in the show notes. There's a lot of harsh shadows and, and diffused shadows in the same shot against a brick wall with graffiti on it, but it was at an angle, so the graffiti was kind of um, uh, desaturated by the sun. But the oh, bricks, okay. it was like an old brick wall. And and uh, once I uh, started to to stop down my lens, and this is where the Frankenstein story comes in. Anyway, I'm jumping ahead to the end result. The, the picture's really nice. I mean, I don't, th and you know, the format is four by three. It's not- um, right three by two or 35 millimeter format. It's four by three. So it's more like a cell phone format, mm -hmm. uh, which I'm very used to all the time because I shoot with my iPhone a lot. Yeah. It, 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 it's already like that eight by 10 size. Kind piece of fat. Of, yeah. It's know, fatter. Fat rectangle. Yeah. It's not quite square, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's like, a, it's like a square with an attitude, you know, it's a yeah. rectangle with a, with a square attitude or something like that. Right. But the detail in it and the way it captured, because it's a, you know, these kind of sensors have a lot of dynamic range. And so, you know, there's a lot of information in the highlights and the shadows. And so I, I just dumped them onto my iPad uh, in Lightroom and started messing around with it and dropped in some, uh, some Kodachrome presets and whatnot. And I was like, you know what, this is, this is a bit different than mm. I, I've seen on my smaller cameras. So... Cool. You know, that was that was the beginning of something. Now I say Frankenstein before because I've also been getting some I bought an adapter for it so I could put my Nikon lenses on it. Uh the Nikon lenses are uh for my full frame um film cameras, right? And so there's an adapter that you can get that will um help to it's a Metabones adapter which will spread out the image circle a little bit so it will cover the giant sensor. And it's not an autofocus thing. It's manual focus, but it does spread it out. It's like a 1.6 multiplication. Okay. And some of the lenses, it looks pretty crappy. Uh, I tried, you know, I actually shot with a, I put my Nikon 300 millimeter on it and shot with it if I could hold it steady enough, which is, and it's got IBIS built into it, so it was okay. Those yeah. weren't too bad, but the couple of lenses looked like crap. Mm, <laughs> I tried to put on my 18 bad. millimeter. It was terrible. It looked terrible. But. This morning I did glom on my Nikon 60 millimeter macro, so it, I say it looks like, it does look like Frankenstein. You have this old Nikon attached to this Metabones attached to this Fuji, and that one worked really well. And so that was what I was walking around with, um, shooting, and uh, 
So that was really nice. It, it, again, it, it, it slowed me down. It's not autofocus and, you know, I have to hold it steady. And again, it's heavy with this adapter right. on it. So there's a whole process about taking pictures with it that, uh, you know, I'm beginning to feel, which I also haven't felt in a while. Like again, you know, not having the pressure. I mean, I, 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 I hate to say this in a way, but there's a sense of relief that, um, Elizabeth is gone and she's not in pain anymore because it right. was causing. And you had mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah, it's causing my energies too, and I'm not blaming her or anything like that. It's just like anybody who's a caregiver, and my heart goes out to anybody who's. I mean, on the scale of one to ten in terms of caregiving, I think I might have been on a five, but or four or five, but I know there are people up there who are doing like ten or eleven, and my heart goes out to those people who do that kind of stuff because, especially for longer periods of time, I just um, I had a short period of time. Not as intense, but my mentalness, my my uh, ability to sort of do my own work or even think about stuff, my own work was just gone. So I just can't right. imagine it. it was something else. But anyway, not having that pressure anymore, and like also not having pressure about taking pictures for money. You know, I can, I can oh, yeah. or even just like to take photographs. Like you know, I took a picture of a wall. I don't think I've been thinking about that for a while. You know, but if I walked around and take pictures, like I took pictures of the fireworks July Fourth, but that's you know. That's more technique, you know, like, hey, I can get a, you know, shot of the, uh, you know, Empire State Building with with fireworks in front of her, the, or the, the the parachute drop in Coney Island. Actually, I get a nice shot of that. But that's like, you know, being in the right place at the right time. It's, it doesn't, it's not me. It's one of the voices, right? We talk about having multiple photographic voices. That's one of my voices. Yeah. It's fun. It takes it, but it's, it's like uh, empty calories for me, you know? Right. And a lot of my photography, I think maybe some of the stuff I was doing in Greenwood Cemetery, it, was, it feels like more empty calories. Uh, so this is maybe starting me to get back into like taking care of myself photographically uh, in terms of like creativity and just, you know, I don't know. I don't know what. So it's a journey that I'm starting again. And, uh, you know, to so it sounds like, I mean, you posted a couple of pictures to our private discord and looks good like there's what were the pictures a, again? I there's a stillness well walk around the neighborhood right? oh the walk there around the neighborhood yeah yeah, yeah 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 so um yeah there were some good there were some good images there it does have a different look than you know just like anything it has a different look and i wasn't expecting that but actually it's funny because i was expecting m more of a different look it's not it's not as much of a different look but i yeah, think that but they have a stillness to them made, uh, for some reason i mean yeah. they look like your other pictures of walking around the neighborhood but I don't know. Even before you identified them, because you posted them before you said what camera they were you did? taken oh, yeah. on. Yeah, you put them up. Some you put them up somewhere. Uh, oh, I put them on Facebook. Yeah. And then like, oh, these are. Yeah, I felt uh, had a little bit of a different feeling, even though the subject matter was some of the same. Okay. Yeah. No, I th I thought they were great. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, to be continued. Uh, we put a excuse me a bookmark in that to see what happens. Um, generally I know the kind of person I am. Like <laughs> I still have my old, you know, my Nikon D2X is sitting in a closet. I never sold it. <laughs> so right. well, if this camera doesn't end up being the kind of camera I'm using, you know, well, chances are, well, it's not going to end up in a closet, but you know, I, I'm that yeah. kind of person. I don't really get rid of stuff. I, as you can see yeah. from my background here, which yeah. nobody can see. You've got lots of stuff. <laughs> you've got uh, board games and all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, board game, I know. I know. This is the kind of stuff that won't end up on YouTube. There's an old, there's a, there's a. Uh, HP printer box there. I gotta send in. No, I'm not a hoarder. I'm not a collector. I just 
put stuff away in, in a different way than most other people do. I'm not right. But anyway, anyway, so so that's that's kind of where I'm at with this. Um, I wanted to sort of update everybody and you. Okay. Okay. Uh, see where we're going. Cool. Well, and, I'm uh, glad you got some interesting gear, and uh, it sounds like a lot, kind of a new photographic world you're stepping into there. Yeah, and I, I you know, I want to, uh, you know, honest feedback. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it, but it'd be nice to hear from folks yeah. if they're if they're feeling something the same, like they're feeling some something different about the uh, about the kind of images. But yes, it is a a process, and I do like. Uh, I like the the physical slowness of it. Like it has to, you have to work slowly. Right. You have to, even with an autofocus camera and the, the autofocus lens, I have to you know move slowly and pay attention. So what's been going on with you in your photographic adventures? I know you've had a busy. You've been busy a lot. I've been busy a lot. So, work has been interesting and um <laughs> said interesting the, with the quotes <laughs> yeah so um the it's our big fair is the calgary stampede the the way i've it's been described as mardi gras for cowboys right it's and it's called and, the calgary stampede the calgary stampede yeah it's okay. like it's like i guess south of the board you'd consider it like a big state fair oh is it okay all right. Yeah, it's sort of in the scale of that. So right. you'll get right. 200,000 people showing up on the Midway and going to see a big outdoor rodeo and and that sort of thing and art exhibits and it's one of where the bigger does it take, Where does it take place in relationship to you roughly? Like do you have to travel far for it or is it Yeah, I have to go I have to take the train like I could I could take the train but I have an office building downtown that I work in so I can park I can park in my office building and just take the train a couple of stops down to down to it's called Stampede Park, which is mm -hmm. it's where the NHL Calgary Flames play. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on there. It's a kind of multi-use facility. There's a racetrack that was originally for you know horse racing and that sort of thing, but it, it's not really used for that anymore. Just for the Chuck Wagon races, and there's an infield for rodeo events. Gotcha, gotcha. And there's a big grandstand there, big so, concrete grandstand. All right, so you've been I, busy I, I, week, and then how did you get to like? So the big deal is I haven't been there for two years because of COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. And it's one of my my largest, whatever you want to call it, continuous projects in my life to go shoot the crowds there. Oh, really? It's a project? You're doing this? It's a project, yeah. Okay. So And it's a, one I will, I will keep doing. And you see it on my Instagram. is called Stampede Heads. So originally it was just pictures of people. Um, and now I just... It's, it has no meaning anymore. Stampede heads, but <laughs> so I just the stampede heads number six, stampede heads number five. You know, okay, whatever. Okay. So we're in the fifties somewhere now. Oh, really? Wow. Wow. And um, so, so yeah. So I I go through and I try and find stuff that's interesting about you know the diversity of humanity that shows up on this midway. And so I'm busy. So wait, this is when was this? Is this like your break time? Like when did you go? When? when? Well. When so I you're busy. To work, how, did you get, how did you get time to do this? Well, that's that's the problem now. Before it was, um, I was working in the office building downtown, and I would take the train down right oh, after I work, I and I would work until now. dark. No, 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 that's fine. Yeah. I don't know if I was ever going to get there, so it's glad you redirected me. <laughs> so you go, I go down there, work till dark, and then I can come back to my office, drive home, or take the train all the way home. I 
train station uh, is pretty close to my house. It's about two blocks away. So that's kind of convenient for a person who wants to work downtown. So never mind. So um, I went two years without doing it. Um, it was definitely closed uh, in 2020 because it was some of the worst of the of uh, the COVID threat uh, mm -hmm. around here. And then it was, it did open in 2021, um, but it caused a, an outbreak. <laughs> so oh, and I was, oh, I'm old enough you. and, you know, didn't have, you know, the vaccine was, I was, I was just freshly vaccinated. I'm like, I'm not going to go down there. It's not worth it. So it did cause a spike in, in uh, whatever. So I won't talk about that. So this is the first year where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go down and do my thing. Okay. So, all that to say I'm back. So I felt a couple of rusty. I felt a couple of rusty. I felt rusty. You for felt the a couple, couple of, rusty. of hours. Let's not, let's have another, just, have let another sip go. of your, have another sip of your new okay, I'm going to have another sip of my beer. We're all good. In for a penny, in for a rusty. Rusty was not happy. Okay. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. So I felt rusty or not as prepared or as comfortable with the gear or speedy or prepared i guess what do you shoot with when you do this when you're when you're walking around i have What's two fujifilm xc3s okay so very discreet have, little little cameras yeah so one has the fuji f uh so the fuji 50 millimeter f2 the other one is the fuji 23 millimeter f2 the fuji crons whatever you want to call them mm -hmm. so during the day when it's daylight before dark i shoot crowds walking toward me with the 23 and I capture, capture groups of people in different outfits, different, um, looks, different, uh, everything. And, um, so I kind of, it's sort of a catalog of the different people that happen to be walking the midway, but at night I switch to the 50 and that's a lot of kind of covert portrait stuff that I do at night where I have the camera in my chest pointing perpendicular to the way I'm standing and using the back screen to compose. Oh, so you're sort of holding it like this and then the screen is out like that? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, the, ca the camera's pointed out to the side or to oh, my right. Okay. I'm trying okay. to picture this in my head. So you got the camera yeah. perpendicular to your chest or something like that and the yeah. lens is pointing left or right. Yeah, and usually Are you using the screen to look, to compose? I'm using the screen to compose. I'm looking Sideways, down. right, yeah. Yeah, okay. and it doesn't have a flip screen. I don't care. Oh, it so doesn't. I just oh, so, at, oh, you yeah, have to the look at the XC3 doesn't have yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you got a little so contortion looking, thing going on here. Yeah. And it's part, well, part of it, when I'm shooting with a 23, I'm actually not looking at all. I'm. Because you got enough room there. Because I got enough room. And I don't mm -hmm. actually don't really crop that much, actually. My problem when I'm shooting with a 23 on my chest is uh, the horizon issue. But anyway. Okay. So I shoot with the 50. And these last few nights, I'd said a Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night. So I've been there three, three evenings in a row. Um, I use the, I've been using the 50 almost exclusively, uh, pretty much exclusively. A little more challenging. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the light is beautiful because it's, you're lit from the, uh, uh you know, from the vendors and the games, um, the carnival games and so okay. on. So there's yeah. this ni nice light that's spilling out over and fluorescent. I mean, you can say all the na nasty things you want about fluorescent. Most of my work's black and white anyway. It doesn't matter, but it has a broad light that's almost like an umbrella in some places, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When you're facing it from a few feet away um, from the uh, from those lights, or it works out really well. So you and, have a definitive. You're going to go in the daytime using one lens, and nighttime using a different lens. Yeah, like it's a different. Okay. Yeah, and was, I'm standing. I'm standing in the dark when I'm using that fifty. So no one. I'm just standing there. People don't know that I'm. 
Yeah. Unless they're right beside me looking at what I'm doing with the camera, they don't notice. And I've got pretty much all the time in the world to set up and wait for people to move or let people go through the frame. Like, you know, sometimes when people see that you're te- they're you're taking a picture, they'll try and walk behind you or they'll stop and freeze. And <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> No, 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 just no, keep, keep walking. Going. You're supposed keep to be walking. part of the shot. Yeah. And I like that. That kind of like as people are walking by, that can uh, that's an interesting effect, depth effect that you can yeah. do. Yeah. Um, it, but if you it, as, a, as a side note, just you know how people really respect that space between the camera and the subject. That they'll walk around or go under yeah. or do all this stuff so that they don't get in the middle of the picture. Yeah. It's amazing that people will do that. And then, you know. People do other crazy things like that, but that space between the lens and the subject seems to be a very sacred space. Yeah, that they don't want to for interrupt. some. For some, yeah, but but like you know, you, you know, I'm sure if you set up a camera and a sidewalk and put a subject there, and like did a like made a whole show of it, yeah, people would walk around behind you. Yeah. Instead of cross, you know, most people, you know, maybe not New Yorkers, yeah. but oh, but anyway. so people just wouldn't notice and they'd walk through the frame. That's true. Yeah. That's fine. anyway, but. Okay, so, so you're doing all this, yeah. Yeah, and, and so, you know, it's been a rough week uh, work-wise, and, and my wife has, uh, went on a small vacation to Montana, and the car broke down on the way back, and we had to get the motor club to come pick it up, and oh, uh, wow. we've probably got a huge bill coming for that, and then she left today with her girlfriend to go to another country music festival, and sort of like, oh, this upheaval, and and so I'm, I'm looking for... Uh, you know, looking for some kind of oasis, some kind of, you know, photography is therapy, I think is the term you use. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let's try something, something that'll put a nice end to my day. And so I decided instead of just trying to catch the weirdness and kind of plain diversity, which I, you know, there's a little bit of um, a gilding in me where I want to catch the strange, mm-hmm. maybe not as extreme as he does, but if there's something kind of more interesting looking than somebody else, I'll probably pursue that. This time I was just like, why don't I just capture moments of human interaction? Sort of like more like what I was doing in Mexico. Is this kind of your way to ease back into it after a couple of years and then just having a rough week that. Like, yeah. I wouldn't going think full of it, guns, you know, you're just yeah, getting I wasn't really thinking of it that deep. I just like when I was back in situ, right on the, on the ground. So it's sort of like, okay, this is, I don't have the mindset yet. Okay. That, that first two hours is like creating garbage. And then like, Oh, I can slow down. I can do this. I can stand mm-hmm. here. People aren't going to notice me. The whole self-consciousness really goes away. And there are these periods of half an hour, three quarters of an hour, hour where you're in flow, where there's nothing. You're not even really aware that you're walking anymore. You're just looking, 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 looking. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like reminding me of Mexico a little bit. Really? Yeah. Um, so, and it was good. And it was a nice oasis of shooting, even if the images weren't that great. Um, I sure had fun doing it and I got a few, I got a few keepers coming out of it. So I'm going to, uh, now I, I, I'm going to wait till dark now for the rest of the week as much as I can. I think I've got maybe two more evenings before I have to leave, um, for my own little mini vacation here. Uh, so I've got a couple more evenings of, um, of doing this and I, I, I wanted a kind of a pretty aesthetic. I was not, I was just looking for happy, uh, happy, maybe even shallow, if you want to call them that, candidates of people on the grounds as opposed to me catching them being in sort of sort of a gawking kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. aesthetic. This time I'm like, make it as if it's a portrait, but they're unaware that it's being taken. 
and uh, you know, you, you, you look, then you start looking for that specific thing and you start finding it. You have to look to find that. And, uh, and I did, and the pictures yeah. are coming. coming you find through. it helpful. You found it helpful. I and mean, you said, you know, photography as therapy. We've talked about that before, but did, did you find like when you were done and even anticipating going to the next couple, like, is it balancing yeah. out all the crazy crap that's going on? Yeah. In, well, the state of flow means there's nothing else going on in your head except getting set up to shoot. But flow is in the moment, right? It's, um, it's yes like, no. more like, like a, well, yeah, no? I mean, I know what you're saying in the moment, but I'm talking about like lingering effects, like a, like a residual, you know, oh, yeah. a day later or a half day later. Is it like, Oh, okay. You know, did it well, no, immediately like, it's immediate. Like it's I, immediate. Came, I, I would upload the pictures, leave the cameras to charge. And I do a couple of edits, uh, before bedtime, I'd be in bed before one in the morning and then cameras would be charged the next day. I'm ready to go. Um, yeah, just, you know, get out of any period of time, getting out of your own head uh, is good. And so, yeah, definitely. It's definitely made the week more palatable than it otherwise would have been. Yeah. And I mean, good. Yeah. you know, we were going to, uh, we were going to do this recording actually tomorrow, but we were thinking maybe, you know, let's squeeze it in, in a little bit of a different time. So I have more time tomorrow to go down there. Uh, I'm glad you did the that. Most because, of it. Yeah. I'm glad. Cause I wouldn't have wanted this show to take away from that. You know, I mean, I like doing yeah. the show, but I don't want to take away from, from something that's creative and stuff like that. Cause I'd like to hear about it. I'd like to, yeah. To hear the end results or see the end results, I should say. So, um, but that's a minor, that, that, that was a minor accommodation for everything that went on this <laughs> weekend, this week. So, yeah, I'm like, happy to, happy to. That's funny because as you're saying that, I'm just remembering what we were talking about when I was on uh, earlier, talking about like this is, you know, going around with a camera and, and considering all the stuff that's going on and, and it doesn't make up for, it doesn't solve anything. It doesn't make me change how I feel in terms of like things that are going on, but it does soften it a little bit, you know, yeah. and make certain things a little bit more tolerable. And I know I'm being very sort of um, ambiguous here about stuff, but because there's too much to talk about in terms of what it's solving or, or something like that, but mm -hmm. to be able to have that time for yourself, you know, uh, you know, this will come up in the next segment when we talk about stuff, but uh, as a gift to yourself, you know, yeah, we're so often not thinking about giving ourselves a gift, whether it's, you know, this chance to walk around, take pictures or in my sense, like, you know, buying something that I want, you know, and try something out, you know, to give yourself a gift. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not being selfish or anything like that. You know, people might put a label on it. You're being selfish or you're being something like that, but it's not. I think it's important to have this time. Uh, oh. our ability to, to be able to do things. And, and we're privileged in that sense to be able to, to, to do that, you know? Well, it's but, creativity, right? Um, it's the, one of the more, well, it's one of the most significant things we can do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm fully expecting my retirement to have a lot of this, <laughs> this kind of concentration of something that's not, yeah, you know, that's, well, that's creating art instead of, you know, paying bills and yeah. fixing well, computers. And, yeah. I mean, I'm starting to think of that too in, in relationship to what's gone on and stuff because uh, I don't necessarily have to think of survival or, you know, taking care of somebody other than myself and then being able to spend some of that energy in my body towards, towards uh, to being creative or, or creating, I should say, maybe mm -hmm. it's a better 
a better term um, than being creative. Being creative sounds something weird about it, but creating, you know, building, yeah, uh, and doing something like that. So well, that's great to hear. I'm glad. I'm glad that's. Uh, I'm glad you were able to give yourself that that chance. Yeah, and a couple more coming up too. So. Yeah. And so, yeah, tomorrow will be my, probably my longest evening there working. So working from before sunrise, for before sunrise, before sundown <laughs> to, uh, to pretty much midnight. I work till midnight after the fireworks there. It's funny as you're, as you're saying that I, I started thinking like, as you're talking about this, I'm like, well, you know, I wonder if I could do something like that. And like, where could I go? And it's like, geez, summer, summertime. And I'm like two miles from Coney Island, you know, what a place to go. With a camera, you know, a new camera, mm-hmm. and and you know, emulate something that uh, you might be doing, um, similar to you, but do it in do it in Brooklyn. Because I've never done that. I've never given that given them my chance to do that. So, it's a really- it's a nice it's a dance. It's a, it's a lot of fun, and it's easy to do when you're in a packed crowd. Now, you if you're you know. If you're claustrophobic with a lot of people around, you might have some issues. But yeah, I always walk against the flow of the tra- of the people coming. I, I so I, and yeah. I, I love it. I like that kind of what's this guy doing in there? And like trying to get around you, and they open up. The groups open up, so you'll see a family just in the frame. There they are, and then a group of three, a group of two, a mm-hmm. guy by himself. You know, it's just it's. I call it the gauntlet. That one little run yeah. as I walk east. Um, I find that so much easier when you're by yourself than if you're with yeah. somebody. Because when you're with somebody, when I'm with somebody, I'm, I'm a trying to take pictures of myself, but then I'm worried about them. You know, are, they, yeah. are they next to me? Are they following me? They bother me. If you're just by, if you're by yourself, you're not thinking about anything other than what you're doing, and you can go into it. So I don't mind, like you know, even if I am claustrophobic in crowds, which I'm not, because I grew up in New York. But yeah, even that like would not um, it wouldn't bother me because I'm so focused on just doing something on, my, on myself. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, and while I was there too, I ran into a kind of moderately famous um, um, documentary photographer, John Lowenstein. He actually lives in Calgary much of the year. As an American dude from Boston and Chicago, and uh, it's great to catch up with him. I hadn't seen him in a couple of years, and he's an interesting guy to look up to. Yeah, a lot, a lot of heavy subjects that he shoots, but he's an interesting yeah. guy, working You'll have to guy. Send a send a link. I'm curious sure. of his work. Yeah, I mean, the name is familiar. I don't know why. I've heard the name before, but I don't know if I heard that name or something else, but, uh, all right, cool. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's pretty much it for me for, for right. my new discoveries. It's very rewarding, fun. And well, it's what I was meant to do. I think. Before we end out the show, I want to plug my, uh, friend Jean's, uh, workshop uh, in the main media workshop in college. I don't know if that used to be the main photographic workshops, if they changed okay. their names. Um, but, uh, you know, we were talking before about, you know, giving yourself a gift. And, and Gene talks about this in his video, which uh, we'll talk about in a second, and I'll link to in the show notes. But to give yourself a gift of like a photographic workshop. And I've been thinking about that actually once Gene mentioned that he's doing these workshops, you know, I was thinking, you know, that's another thing I haven't done before. It's going to a photographic right. workshop yeah. as a gift. But anyway, we'll talk about Gene's uh, um, photographic workshop. It's called Finding Your Photographic Voice. And uh, I'll just read you a little bit of the description uh, that Gene wrote about it. And uh, just saying it's tempting to believe great photographs come from out there. 
but the pictures that seem to arrive as magical gifts from the photo gods actually come from in here. This hands-on workshop uses photography and writing to extract a little bit of the magic that's always happening inside of us, to bring it out in front of us where we can see it, play with it, and turn it into something truly personal. So, uh, you know, we have a relatively small audience compared to other photography podcasts, but if anybody's mm -hmm. in the audience who wants a great workshop and you're in, in, in Maine or you want to travel to Maine, the workshop runs from August 8th to August 12th. Uh, there's still slots available. The class size is 12. Uh, again, I'll put links in the show notes. And and uh, Gene made an introduction video to it. Uh, you saw it. You watched it, right? Yeah, Dude, I did. Warren, yeah. And what did you think yes. about what he was saying? In, in, it was in great. Terms of he, the actually, he actually, you know, felt really describing what my values are around photography and creativity. Um, he see, seems to have the same point of view as I do. It's not about the individual photographs. It's about the, the journey or whatever you want to call it, the process yeah, yeah. of doing it. And that the photographs are just your, the state of your art at any one time. And I love that idea um, that you're not there to learn how to take a picture of a particular skyline or whatever. It's like turning in on yourself and, and mm -hmm. extracting that creative uh, power that you have and using your current work as jumping off points to advance. Yeah. Yeah. I love that idea. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. Really? Yeah. 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 Well, um, when his, his workshop is done, uh, we'll see if we can get him on the show. It might be the end of August. Uh, cause I'd like to hear his, uh, yeah. uh experiences with the workshop himself. Um, and uh, Gene will always say that I'm the, like he'll always give me credit as the one who taught him Photoshop. <laughs> and it, like, it's that's these, no mean feat, man. No, Photoshop and it was like is... you know version three or something like that, like way way back when. Uh, and you know it's the, the typical thing is like you know if okay sure I might have taught him Photoshop, but he's now exceeded the you know the instructor you know his teacher right. like he knows more about Photoshop now than than I do. I, I, I haven't used Photoshop in a long time and I'm so glad that he can do this, this kind of class, um, in, in Maine and, uh, and, and have a gathering of people. I mean, that's again, another gift to, uh, to be able to, um, get together and share photographic experiences, you know, and you talk about it in terms of your, the beer and, uh, uh, beer and cameras, beers, what is and, it? beers and cameras, beers and cameras yeah. thing, but you know, that having that community again, and we've been a couple of years out of it, you know, and you're talking about going back to, uh, going back to your stampede and, and even me going out to Coney Island and stuff like that and doing something or even just getting out with the cameras. And so these are sort of all related. Uh, mm. And, you know, we're kind of in the middle of summer now. And so this is the time to get out and, uh, you know, take the cameras out and really start to uh, uh, explore your world a little bit. And, uh, right. you know, cause when winter comes, we're all going to hunker down again. That's right. <laughs> you know, although some of us will go out in the, in the cold and photograph. So anyway, um, Check out check out the uh, main media uh, workshop with uh, my friend uh, Gene Mealy Gino. Uh, it's mainmedia.edu. Uh, you can search for his name in. But again, I'll put the show links in there. And uh, again, it's August eighth through twelfth. And uh, yeah, if you're up for a trip to Maine and uh, learning how to uh, sort of explore yourself in your own photography, uh, or your photography in yourself, you know, a combination of both, um, check them out. So. Anyway, I wanted to plug that a cool. little bit more than just saying, hey, there's this, yeah. this workshop, you know. I think there's something more to it that uh, we can sort of dive into 
uh, sort of a later date. And uh, I know we've we've talked a lot tonight, and I know you got to go, and I got to go. So anyway, where can we where can we uh, find you in the world? Um, I put most of my work up on uh, um, recent state of the what is it stream of consciousness, uh, state of the art, whatever. Um, at uh, Ward Rosen Photo on Instagram, and you want to see my stampede heads pictures? That's where they're going these okay. next few days. I'm on Facebook. I'm Ward Rosen Photography on Twitter. I am W Rosen Photo, and I have a little business called Ornis Photo. It's Ornis Photo. O R N I S Photo. It's uh, my little Seven Artisans lens and lens adapter company. I've got I got an order coming in from Chicago for some stuff. Should be here in a week. Anything so, new that you know about? Uh, RB67 to Nikon F adapter. I've had some really? requests for that. So Really? I still have one RB67 lens. Maybe I have two. So, so those are coming in. I've got, okay. uh, and I'm replenishing some of my stocks. I've been kind of laying low and maybe get some filters on the next go around. Mm-hmm. But right now I'm just uh, replenishing some stocks. And I was bringing in this RB because I've been asked three cool. or four times for it. So. All right. Ornestock right, Photo is our, our unofficial sponsor. One day it'll be official. One day we don't know when, we don't know when, when that will all be. All we have to do is drop, I have to just drop the unofficial. I can say whatever I want. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to know. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so I'm still not on Instagram, so don't look for me there. <laughs> uh, mostly Twitter, AM Rosario. My website is AM Rosario. You know, Flickr, I haven't put up stuff in Flickr anymore, but uh, yeah, you can find me. And I, I do want to reach out to the audience to to, um, to please give us some reviews on iTunes if you're able to, or any place that has reviews for the show. Uh, just to get us up. I want to get the audience growing a little bit, and you guys could do that, I think, by giving us some uh, giving us some reviews. Hopefully, thumbs up. Uh, I hope we, we're, you're, you're enjoying the show. But uh yeah, if you can, I'd really appreciate that. That's more than anything. We do the show out of love. You know, we're not not even asking for uh, uh, beer money anymore. <laughs> Stop doing that. Maybe we well, we're drinking our own beer and we're, we're drinking all beer, so I don't need any technical you know, issues, tonight, right? So. I, I don't, yeah, all the yeah, yeah, we've had a lot of glitches. Hopefully, the editing will sound right. But anyway, uh, I do uh, appreciate you guys listening to the show and and hanging out with us and. Uh, for all the, uh, those of you who've reached out to me through the different uh, communication methods uh, about what's going on with the uh, loss of my wife, I really appreciate it. It's really, believe me, I can't, I can't even ex- express how much, like one voice out of the blue just saying, you know, hang in there uh, has made a difference for me. So uh, I really uh, appreciate it. I'm not, um, I just don't really have words. I mean, that means a lot to me. So anyway, thank you to, to all those people and everybody who's hung in to, to listen to us. So, And with that being said, I think we, uh, we can call it a night, right? All right, man. Yeah. And no, you know, we might have a, you know, in August, we might have a, a, a guest. So I'm just going to put that little little teaser out there. I'm not going to say who, but we have a we have a date and we have a time. So hopefully it'll work Absolutely. out. Absolutely. All right, Ward. All right, man. I appreciate you joining me tonight. I know you're busy, but uh, thanks a lot. We're all busy, but... We're happy to be here. All right. And uh, see you in a couple weeks. We'll see you. All right. Good Good night. night.